Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, I'm back on Doctor Who. Uh, I'm watching the spearhead from space, the first ever John Pertwee. Uh, episode one starts right now. Oh my god, that noise is driving me crazy after one episode. Um, we're in outer space. Woo, outer space. We can see the Earth. Uh, there's a satellite dish. Oh, someone's got space foxtel. Um, there's some sleepy bloke, obviously watching his 15th season of Kardashians. No, he's at the radar. Uh, he's got something strange on it, and there's a heat wave. I'm like, why is he so sweaty? Uh, is he having a hot flush? Um, he says the meat. There's meteorites falling. His boss, who's a woman, uh, very very liberated here in the 70s. Uh, she's like, ah, it's just meteorites. He's like, no, they're flying in formation. Um, and then we see them flying through the sky. I think they might actually be planes, stock footage of planes, but don't tell anyone. Um, a, a poacher spots them falling from the sky. Uh, they are balls falling from the sky. Glowy balls all falling in formation. Um, like like kind of big soccer ball-y things. You know, they're big plastic things. Um Oh my god, this poacher is a ham. He is he's pulling some hardcore I am a rustic rural poacher face. Um he's dug one up, I think, to do some hammy acting with, uh, and then decides to bury it again, which is possibly the hammiest thing in the world. Um I'm digging it up. No, I'm burying it again. Uh then we see the TARDIS just quickly land in a field and the doctor falls out. Um, just quickly like that. Uh, and he's wearing the second Doctor clothes. <gasps> oh my God. It's immediately post-regeneration. Um, I mean, we did just 
watch the war game. So I guess we know what's happened, haven't we? Uh, then we see Liz. I don't think we know that it's Liz yet because it's, it's new. Um, anyway, she's in the back of a car being driven into a secret underground base or a stables. Um, Brigadier is there to greet her. Uh, and she's not mad about being dragged all the way here for hush-hush circumstances. You know, she's very busy at Cambridge being a scientist. Um, see, I told you, it's all about women's lib here. Um, so the brigadier explains that unit takes care of the unexplained. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the doctor is being, uh, carried on a stretcher into a hospital. He's unconscious. Um... Uh, then we see back at the Brigadier, he's uh, telling Liz that UNIT have stopped alien invasions twice, but they decided not to tell people. Um, and he says we had help from someone called the Doctor. Uh, Liz thinks he's hilarious. Uh, she is not believing a word of this and laughing hysterically. Um, and that's the, when the Briggs phone rings and he takes a call from the soldier who was at the hospital with the Doctor. And he's like, oh, yeah, we found him on the ground next to a police box. Um... Uh, then we get to see an an actual doctor, a medical doctor, hospital doctor, uh, who's looking at the doctor's X-ray. The the Doctor Who doctor. Oh my god, this is confusing when there's actual doctors in the show. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's looking at the doctor's X-ray and he's furious. So there's two hearts in it. He's like, oh, someone's having a prank. Is this the first time there were two hearts? I don't even know. Um, anyway, there's two hearts in the X-ray. He's not okay about it. Uh. And he gets a weird phone call from the pathology upstairs and they're furious with him for sending him a sample of blood that's not human. And he goes, I just sent it for checks. Like it wasn't, you weren't meant to, oh, hello. Um, all the while this, this phone call's going on, there's a weird guy in a bow tie who's been vacuuming and told to shut up and he's listening to the whole conversation. Uh uh, then he goes off and makes a phone call to the press. Oh, we can see where this is going. Uh, meanwhile, Hammy acting poacher is uh, re-digging up the thing he buried. I'm like, oh, because now he's got a bag, I see. He's got a, a hessian sack he's brought with him. And he pulls out a glowing ball. Uh, it's purplish. Um, and then he hears unit soldiers. They're fannying about in the field just over next to him, uh, looking for the crash, the meteorites, the, the globes. Meanwhile, in the hospital, the doctor, our doctor, is looking for his shoes and then he passes out again. Uh, that's when the brigadier and Liz arrive um, and there are press. There's a lot of press there. Like, it's like that time Kylie was in hospital and there was a lot of press and someone took a clandestine photo of her and it was not okay. Um, just let celebrities be in hospital, mate. <laughs> like, it's, why did we have to come and take photos of people in hospital? Uh, anyway, oh, no, I just I was on Kylie's side for five minutes there. What's going on? Um, so, <laughs> the uh, brigadier uh, is denying to the press who are swarming around him and... Uh, He's like, no, 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 no. There's nothing to do with uh, meteorites or spacemen. Uh, we're here for a training exercise. Oh, my God. It's the first use of the training exercise excuse. They will just get, like, that's the only one they ever use. The press must just go, ugh. God, none of these people trained. Like, that's all they do. Train, 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 train. Um, I think we know the answer. Like, they're... It's not a training exercise. It's a cover. You've got to think a bit of a cover, a better cover, mate. Training exercise. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, there's another weird man poking around. He's got waxy skin. Um, hanging around the press. 
the brigadier orders the men who are guarding the police box to be given live ammunition. Uh, I'm not sure why. Uh, I mean, I do know why at the end of the episode, but here it just makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, the uh, hospital doctor is baffled by our doctor. Uh, Brigadier goes to look at him and goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I understand. Sounds like my man. And then he's like, no, that's not him. Oh, Brig is not okay about it. He's like, what? I thought the... But the... What the... Uh. Um, the doctor wakes up and he's like, oh, let's put Stuart. Uh, he's like, well, he's like, I've never met him before. And he goes, well, he's met you. Um, <laughs> so the doctor's like, oh, I, do, I don't look like me. I'll pass me a mirror. And so Liz passes him her mirror that she's obviously used to put on her extreme eyelashes. She has obscene fake eyelashes they are heaven i love them like i feel like after this gig of being a scientist she's gonna pop down and do a drag show uh so (laughs) the um (laughs) hi uh what was the oh no i'm not gonna say that one (laughs) someone at work came up with a terrible drag name the other day uh bronwyn's up uh but everyone calls me bron um i'm judy free everybody uh so (laughs) Liz, oh my god, I'm scientific advisor. Uh, Liz hands her hands her. I was about to say her camera over her camera phone. Um, she hands her mirror over, and the doctor has a look, and he is uh, he's furious. He goes, "Oh no, that's not me at all. No wonder he didn't recognise me." And then he starts reappraising it, having a pinch of his cheeks, and he's like, oh, "Actually, no, I think it's quite distinctive." <laughs> god, and then he passes out. Um. So the, the the hospital doctor's like, yeah, no, nah, he's not waking up. Uh, so they all kind of walk out and the Briggs like, have him transferred to London as soon as he's, you know, he can be moved. Uh, and as soon as they walk out, the doctor's like, up. He's like, nope, oh, I'm awake now. Uh, <laughs> it's very weird. Then down in the uh, foyer where all the reporters are hanging out, um, the, the reporters are talking about the creepy guy that was hanging around the back. They're like, who was that guy? And they spot him. He's in the telephone booth. And they're like, oh, God, is he going to be long? We've got to call in our stories. You know, their important story of a training exercise. Um, uh, so they go in and ask him. And he's just like, he's not even on the phone. And he just kind sort of shuffles out. It's really quite strange. Uh, I know. It's, it's, it's not okay. Um, so, meanwhile, the poacher is uh, trying to flog his dead rabbits to the soldiers guarding the TARDIS. Uh, and the doctor starts looking for his shoes again. Um, and nurse tells hospital doctor that his pulse has, you know, gone back to normal. It's 10 a minute. <laughs> uh, the medical doctor gives him the shoes that he's been asking for, and he grabs them and hugs them like a teddy bear. It's so cute. Um, the hospital doctor thinks he that he may have brain damage. Uh, so when they're gone, the doctor fiddles about in his shoe and finds a key and puts his shoes under the pillow. And that's when the medical doctor is bonked on the head, and our doctor is dragged away. Uh, he's gagged, wheeled away in a wheelchair, and his assailants have shiny faces. Um, he's wheeled in the back of the ambulance uh, by a creepy guy. Uh, and just as he's being pushed up the ramp, he s- scoots off and starts wheeling himself away. And there's a chase of the ambulance. They're shooting at the ambulance. Uh, then the unit soldiers find his wheelchair empty. Uh, and we see that... The doctor in his hospital nightgown is approaching the TARDIS on foot. But you know what the brigadier said earlier? 
live ammunition. One of them shoots him, and that's the end of the episode. Oh, the 70s is paying out. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.